Dominoes. Well, here we are, fellas. It's Merry, pretty cold. Merry Christmas, one and all. I know, right? Hey? Hey? Yeah, I feel real Christmas. You mad bastards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mad bastards, you. So, obviously, we thought today, um, obviously, it's pretty difficult to get somebody along on, on Christmas Day. So, yeah. we thought we'd go down to the staff and get Rory on today. <laughs> Uh, Rory, the backbone of the show. The original yeah. backbone. Yeah, actually. As he's known as. The original Marcus himself. Yes. Uh, so before we really get into the nitty gritty, I'm going to play you folks <laughs> a voice message. Now, you wouldn't have heard this before and I've kept it for the pod. All right. So okay. keep yourself calm. But this is the first... The first moments of screaming meals let's say first tip so the embryo if you will yes <laughs> embryonic stage love mm. hearing myself i'm going right back I in where the i was actually okay so fellas what's the date on this um date stamp it yeah i don't know how to do that on whatsapp we'll figure that out later so i'll play it into the mic yeah. Hi mate, I'm, I'm just sorting out one of these content forms now. Um, I've got to put in a brief Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? Yeah. This, this was for the documentary, clearly. All right, here uh, we go, here we go. Evening, mate. Hope you're well. Uh, I've had a great idea, and you'll probably think I'm an idiot because I've uh, had a couple of beers, but um, have you done any podcasts? And if you haven't, would you be up for it now that you're based in the UK, starting something that's regular, talking to drivers? It has to be filmed. It has to be similar to a Rogan podcast, but obviously motorsports themed. (laughs) I just have one question. Yeah. How steamed were you? No, me. I probably only had two beers. Yeah, I am a lightweight. Um, Same here. Do you remember my but, response to that? <laughs> You're probably bang up for it or something. Um, so this is the 27th of January. I'm lying in my, my bed at home back in New Zealand. I've obviously woken up to this message. Steamed. Steamed. My response was, sign me up. I'm no longer under... <laughs> so I've already been thinking about it. <laughs> well, that will be beeped out, so but it yeah. It was back in January. Yeah. Oh, okay. Heaven. I can't believe it. It's and, uh, December now. What a yeah. long here way we, we Here we all are on Christmas Day. I know. Um, Invading people's homes up. as well. Indeed. Clem, did you get that cashmere top today? Was no, 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 no. This was uh, a long time, long time purchase. Yeah. But yes, uh, I, I do tend to wear it on Christmas. I like it. You do look good, if I might, may say. Well, I just thought I'd come with the look, you know, obviously dressed to impress as we usually do here on Screaming Meals. And you look like uh, you're wearing an F2 budget. Like, that's how it, you got your Hubo, <laughs> you got your diamond encrusted wrist bracelet, whatever that is. Cartier, I'm guessing. What jacket are you wearing as well? This is just a Zara. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's practically <laughs> the same. What about you, James? Yeah. Mate, I'm, uh, I'm running actually, I'm almost head to toe on Amazon, to be honest. This is an Amazon t-shirt. I get these five for 12 pounds online. Um, and then these jeans, these are actually new, but also from Amazon. These would, uh, I think, 22 pounds uh, next day delivered. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy with those. What about you, yeah, Um T-shirts from Marquette. 
Some nice. Lululemon trousers. You've outdone me on the branding there with the <laughs> yeah. old black t-shirt. I mean, Amazon's good, but I wouldn't shop the clothes there that often. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <Brutal. Alice. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, wait, talk, talk us through your outfit, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. On, yeah. On this, this looks good. I've this really pulled this together from... So it's I, your sister's jacket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went into Paris's wardrobe this morning. Mm-hmm. It's you a t- treasure you, trove, mate. Yeah, that's what you were telling um, me earlier, yeah. So I found this off-white blazer, which I can only imagine cost about three grand. I hope <laughs> it doesn't, but it sort of feels like it and it looks like it. So got my Gucci loafers on. Uh, those fresh Smart. from the uh, Clement Novelak closet, I'm pretty they sure. They belong to <laughs> Clement Novelak. Mate, looking at the bottom of those hooves, they have seen some evening. <laughs> Look at the stage. Of <laughs> they have indeed. These are your party shoes, from what I understand. Oh, tend to be, yeah. The soles of those shoes are like 98% gin and tonic. <laughs> and these pants I bought in Dubai um, with Rene Rosen back in 20 would have been 2018 and I got them tailored to me. Um, I didn't look at the price tag and I just went ahead and just got them to like shorten it and make it a bit tighter. Then looked at the price tag afterwards. Mm. I'm not going to tell you how much it was, but I almost fell off my chair. Mm. Was it the F2 season budget? <laughs> oh, just about, mate. Yeah. Mm. Well, hey, we gathered here today Yes. Um, to speak about Screaming meals and how it essentially all started, mm. seeing as that uh, it is Christmas and that it's a season for giving. So we wanted to give some information mm. back to our viewers and listeners. So um, we've heard the, the voice message there from yeah. Rory. And then what happened from there? Because I, you got in touch with me maybe three, two, three, four months after that about the podcast. Well, if, if we can go back even further mm-hmm. before I'd even spoken to Rory about it. Um, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a podcast lover, you know that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I obviously lived with Callum Eilot for far too long and Callum and I would just like, you know, be sitting in the lounge chatting shit as you would and I came across um, an NBA player's podcast. I forget his name, but he plays on the Brooklyn Nets and he used to date one of the Kardashians. Oh, Blake Griffiths? Blake Griffin, I think it is. Griffiths, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Big sports fan over here. And um, he had a podcast about how... How, how he lives his life, basically, like his health routines and blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I thought, you know what? That's a bit of me. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd love that. Let's so, mm. yeah, it's pretty ironic because <laughs> we, do, we do bust out the wine every single episode. And I promise you, I don't normally drink. It's just on when I'm, when, Christmas, whenever eh? I'm around James. Okay. Um, so I'd already started talking with Callum about it. And Callum said, yeah, but we'd you know, have to get this and that. It'd be quite expensive, blah, 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 blah. So we sort of put a pen in it. And then maybe towards the end of 2021, mm-hmm. I reckon you came to me again. Was it, is that right? I think it was... Um, Slid into the DMs twice. <laughs> no, it was Dirty. in person. Ab- Abu Dhabi was uh, wrapped and um, you were heading to the W and I was heading to the airport or something. And I said, mate, good, um, take care. Hopefully see you next year. And um, you said oh, I'm moving to the UK, so I think that's what. Didn't we mention a, mention something before? Yeah, like just from some filming whilst you're back in the UK, just yeah. doing some extra content. Yeah. And then fast forward, I don't know, however many months. Um, we wanted to do it, but it just kept being delayed. I don't even think you were involved at this stage, James. I was this is say, just yeah, because I'm pretty sure as soon as I got involved, we were filming. It started cracking <laughs> on. 
So yeah, yeah, we we we've we've been honestly like obviously every show we tend to tend to speak of the uh, the backbones of the show if we will. <laughs> And uh, the two people that sort of keep it together are, are Rory and James, really. Um, myself and, and Marcus sort of are there or thereabouts most of the time. Salute. Cheers, Marcus. But yeah, the backbones of the show. So, of course, uh, mm. Rory was the, uh, the initiator, if we, if we could put it we that way. We had a very exciting meeting, actually. <laughs> um, the, I don't even know where it was. You organized the meeting. Yeah, I do a lot of meetings up there. It's Savage Bar uh, by Tower Bridge. And um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Because basically, you, I think you messaged me that maybe the day before and said, "I'm meeting uh, this guy tomorrow who's going to talk to me about the podcast." Mm. And me being me, I just put, "I'm in business mode." Yeah. And I was like, "Right, you want to make sure that you're not working for a studio. You want to own all your footage. You want to own the rights to everything. You don't want to end up just doing a whole bunch of work." And, and you basically just okay, ignored you think everything you, I you said. Think he's smart. You ignored everything I said, and you went. Yeah, do you just want to come to the meeting? <laughs> I was like, sure, I'll see you there. And so, um, yeah, we get up there, we start throwing ideas around. So he arrives on his bicycle. You know, yeah, Rory London's... was there on his bike. I'd never met Rory before. I walked past him drenched, mm. having yeah, yeah. cycled down there in the rain. And I actually remember thinking to myself, I wonder if that's the guy. <laughs> um, no, and then we threw some ideas around. It was originally, potentially, going to be almost like a carpool karaoke yes. type of gig, wasn't it? And then yeah. we kind of quite quickly through that in the too hard basket i can't remember yeah i mean just logistics of trying to get a guest and you into a car drive around with gopros who knows the problem being that marcus obviously only a couple of weeks ago had his car literally (laughs) immobilized immobilized put it this way because of uh too many parking (laughs) tickets probably that meeting had something to do with it because you got one one. i parked outside whatever (laughs) hotel it was i just parked bosh right outside and i don't know however many hundreds of thousands of pounds of parking tickets of Amassed. Amassed. <laughs> Accrued. But that certainly didn't help the clamping situation. Anyway, um, I remember we sat down for that meeting. Mm. James, I, I know the old James, right? The old James got steamed. Steamed. Right? Steamed. Like, so he'd be, I've told you the story a million times, but I remember the old James and James arrives, well dressed. He's got like a notepad. Rory's talking, talking, talking. And James is like writing, writing, writing. And I'm like, what is so James is actually organized, he's actually writing shit down the backbone. And then, for whatever reason, I remember saying, Um, James, I want you to be my co host. Do you remember that? Yeah, how could I forget? Were you surprised or not? Oh, shocked to the core would be an understatement because <laughs> I remember thinking, like, if he does a podcast, if he if it really if he gets to right to the bottom of that barrel, maybe. He'll be like, oh, why don't I just ask my weird mate who works in insurance to come on? <laughs> because like, no one else wants to come and do it. But uh, no, when you said that, I was, like, I was thinking, because I actually have quite a lot on my plate anyway with my real job. And I was thinking, oh, there's a lot of extra work, but God, it's got to be fun. Yeah. And it is. And it's, been a, and it's been a ride. It's been a ride. It's taken us all over the map. Obviously, you guys would have been there anyway, but I've, you know. Well, I think one of the, you know, by accident, we could probably say, Young Clement coming on board. No one saw that coming. No uh, one. No one saw that. Not even us. Well, I can, I can. I reckon Rory would have seen it coming. It was a standout episode, and we'd only done two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Because we had well, Callum we, we did, on. Yeah. Plus, we did that rehearsal with just you two. Well, yeah, we've done. We that. should uh, slip in a little. Oh, we should, mate. The yeah, we still got yeah. that I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we we did a practice run. James and I we did a practice run that no hasn't been way. released. Yeah. Just him and I, 
chatting more shit that you could possibly imagine mm. for about half an hour and there was maybe two minutes of usable content. I, no, I reckon there was an hour there. Of, of usable content or no, 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 just, like just an hour, video? No, just an hour. Like No one needs to see that. But Rory was probably thinking, what have I got myself into? So, Screaming Meals. Episode one? Episode, is it episode one or is it episode zero? Um, we could call it the prologue. The prologue or the prolapse. <laughs> I had, uh, yeah, I had a bit of a moment where I had a sort of a heart flutter for Mitch Evans along the way there. I remember that. That was, um, what, 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 what happened with Mitch? I started, to, you started talking about Mitch Evans and then I, similar to Charles Leclerc in the hungry episode, I just didn't shut up about how hot he was. Oh, like five oh okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. So finally, we get to Clement Novelak. Oh, I can tell. I can depict the exact point, the exact moment Marcus walked up to me. So obviously, I was uh, mid-discussion <laughs> with uh, multiple F1 teams regarding a contract for the following season, <laughs> and um, I had Marcus Armstrong just sort of uh, walking around in this Silverstone paddock right behind the uh, high-tech Grand Prix, and he was telling me, yeah, you know, Clem. Like to like to get you on the pod, and at that point I thought it was a great idea. You know, I could we could share a good moment, a good drink, um, or two, or three, or, or five. yeah, multiple, and uh, yeah, just enjoy a good time sitting around and chatting. And obviously the the podcast went extremely well. And uh, Marcus then uh, gave me a call and said, uh, "Do you know what, mate? I reckon having you on the show would be a right steamer." <laughs> <laughs> And so since then, yeah, we just sort of, uh, he just gave me that call. I was obviously discussing contracts at the time and uh, that mm. sort of quickly fell away as soon as the episodes came out. And uh, <laughs> due to my, uh, put it this way, clearly um, unsatisfactory lifestyle. And, um, and, and from then on, uh, we, we're here, you know, obviously six months down the road. And, uh, and, we, and we get a lot, I, well, I, me personally, get a lot of questions when I tell people about the podcast. Mm. I say it's called Screaming Meals. Mm. And they go, what? Mm. Mm. <laughs> what? Do you know why it's called Screaming Meals? Well, yeah, Screaming Reels. Bingo. There you go. Bingo. Did you know that, Clem? Well, I knew that very recently because I had no idea. And obviously, first coming onto this podcast, I thought we'd be talking about food, which is probably what we spend about 2% of the time actually discussing. <laughs> I think that's it's, um, it's probably a, a lot less than that. Yeah. But um, yeah, Marcus introduced me to Scrubbing Reels, obviously a, a, a very well-liked show mm. in, the, uh, in the sort of New Zealand region. Well, people mm. thought either you're a, a genius for making your food account into a podcast or it was a complete coincidence. And it was a complete coincidence. Yeah, I'd on the side of complete coincidence. Uh, in fact, you were my very first follower on Screaming Meals. Closed I was. Room. I was. And Actually, down in uh, Bahrain. As, uh, as I, so I sort of went down from the elevator, obviously. It was just before the race weekends, but we weren't quite on track yet. And Marcus was there, and I sort of go down to, to breakfast, and he looks at me, and he goes, Clem, I've just had Eureka, a mind-blowing idea. <laughs> I go around the world and I'm just going to take f pictures of my food. Mm. And it just evolved from there. And I was like, you know what, mate, you do you. I mean, if this, if this floats your boat and if you're happy with it, just go ahead, crack on. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was the first follower to, uh, to Screaming Meals. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a bit off topic, but um, I was actually thinking the other day, the best, the best food I've had on the road, like the best restaurants or the best meals I've had since, you know, the start of the F2 season um for me it was jeddah believe it or not 
mm-hmm. Jada, just before the feature race, me and Ash, we went to this little restaurant. We had a, I had like a, I'll throw it on the screen for you. I took a photo of it, of course. It was a, it was like banana bread with like peanut butter, you know, slothered with peanut butter and then a granola bowl, banana. Yeah, yeah, no, it was beautiful, beautiful, really. I mean, I mean for me, that sounds utterly repulsive. And but if you know anything about Marcus Armstrong, I mean, that's yeah. if you were a meal, that's what you'd be. I'd be, I'd be an avocado toast if I wasn't meal. But this one was really calorie dense, and had I known that the Jeddah feature race was going to be as <laughs> difficult as it was, you'd have probably had more. I probably would have had another two slices of mm. banana bread because I almost came out of the car and died that day. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> well, everyone honest, did. Well, to be honest, it was one of those races where you're just sort of going round and round, and as your engineer's sort of counting down the laps, you're just thinking, when's the bloody safety car going to come out? <laughs> and uh, it that, just didn't come out. When you're thinking that, usually you're the one who's bringing up the safety yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is usually the case. It wasn't in that one, but. Um, Question for Rory. Um, now, yeah. controversial as it may be, um, who do you think is, who's been the funniest or most entertaining F2 driver you've interviewed? Yeah. But you can't... Not on screen You meals? can't say nor uh, Clement or I. Okay. <clears throat> um, most entertaining. Uh, Nikita is... Uh, Mazbet. Yeah. Entertaining. Callum, really? I lot. I like Cal. Um, Same. And then... I'd probably say JM. I mean, I've got a soft spot for JM. Yeah, Are we talking about Jahan or JM? JM. Right. Juan Manuel. Juan Correa, what actually. A man. Juan Correa. Actually, <laughs> and that's a, that's a bit harsh because there's tons of um, drivers that I really enjoy their company and just a really cool no, just per, a perk quick of the question. job. If, if we... Obviously, if Marcus hadn't said Clever Marcus, <laughs> would, we, would, would we have, have made it on the yeah. 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 Good on you. I was just thinking for a moment, maybe we didn't yeah. actually feature well, in I that always top love, three. When I, have a, when I have an interview with you, I, um, I, you always manage to get good content out of me because every time I leave that fucking interview room with you, I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Why did I say that? Mm, but I'm looking for different answers. I don't always want to know about the track conditions, obviously, you know, mm, and mm. it's nice to, I, I know when I speak to either of you, mm. then at least I've got um, one line I can put in the documentary. But yeah, Usually I, me. At, the, at the same time, I still remain impartial. Yeah, the, 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 the funniest thing is actually that the, the one time where I remember where I was um, had a lovely interview with Rory, and I think the one that stands out the most from the uh, whole chasing the dream is actually right after Zandvoort, because obviously we're going to put it on the screen. I reckon we could we could get probably a video of it. I took a pretty large chug of champagne oh, he drank on the half podium. The on the podium, it was ridiculous. And uh, and Yuri was smart enough to actually wait about half an hour and find me in the pit la- in the paddock afterwards. And obviously I wasn't really walking straight; I was just hanging out and just giving drinks to anybody who was willing to mm. really have a drink of my oh, champagne. I didn't get one. <laughs> Did you not? <laughs> I mean, I was working. But well, yeah, but uh, no excuse, mate. put it this way. He, he does get the best content out. And um, as, as we said earlier, backbone of the show. Backbone. Mm. Absolute mm. backbone. It feels weird to be in front of the camera. I'm not particularly a big fan of it. Mm. But you're always but good at asking questions. Like you, you yeah. know how to, you know I, how to you stir shit up. You could almost host the show. 
and we'd be your constant guests. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you guys did a good job. Because um, I remember the interview we had after I won that race in Saudi alongside Liam. Yeah. And you just oh, knew yeah. how to strum that guitar. You were like, so... <laughs> Is that a sex reference? I hope not. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> um, you you were you were sort of like sort of pushing me to go into that like nationality rivalry. Yeah. But he was doing it really subtly, and he was yeah. firing me up. I mean, that's something that I don't think chasing the dream does like um, drive to survive. There's no sort of hyped up drama. I'm not trying to create tension or whatever. Yeah, because there's enough hatred going around anyway. <laughs> you don't need to falsify it. But yeah, I, I was interested. You know, I appreciate you know one of our last our last guests, um, which was I thought was really good having Liam on. He was and a great. And you pod. two yeah. got on so well. I yeah. mean, having three Kiwis for. Fourth. Almost yeah. fourth. Adopted fourth. Well, I, I'm from... I'm from. How many countries are you from, actually, <laughs> if we can break that down? Because last time we, we covered Swiss, English, French, and New Zealand. Brazil, you could probably you include got, in there yeah, as well. Um, I feel sort of an, an adopted nation, really, because I, I just... If there was one place I'd live in the world and I could live anywhere, it'd probably be Brazil. Would it not be the New Plymouth in New Zealand? Oh, uh, well, no, after New Plymouth. For me, it's Fakatane. Right. For sure. Or Thai Happy. Thai Happy's good, but yeah. it's no Fakatane. Yeah, me, yeah, true, true, true. Um, what would you call that? Fakatane. Fakatane. They've <laughs> got a good go track, uh, go-kart track there, actually. Where's that? North Island or Fakatane? Yeah, sort of the middle of the North Island. Fakatane. Um, yeah, no, it's lovely. I'm I feel like I'm words. swearing as I'm saying this. Fakatane. It's a name, mate. Fakatane. <laughs> Fakatane. It's not too far away from Waikikamukau. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, other, the other person we've always wanted to have on the show and mm. you know very well Dan Tictum yeah mm. oh what? yeah of course I f- totally forgot I should have mentioned him he's definitely in my top yeah. three ever <laughs> I mean I just as soon as he joined the paddock and I spoke to him I knew I had a whole episode <laughs> I mean I had the first I had an episode just talking to him in one go do you know what, like he is, yeah he's great uh, Dan, Dan Dan has got a special sort of I, got away I th- with words uh, he's got away with words yeah, yeah. I mm. mean the the, the the one that stands out to me is the uh, Budapest uh, Formula Two reference to a, a cross between a boat and a rally car. I think <laughs> that um, this was actually that was broadcast. Yeah, it was yeah. broadcast, but it was pretty actually accurate. Yeah. In what I felt all season, really. Well, even in the dry. Well, you could also make a documentary out of what he says in the uh, the Weybridge after a race. Yeah. Just like. Him exiting the car and going back to his box, you could make a documentary on. It's, Just one line. It's great, but you've all, most of the drivers still have the helmets on. So, well, some You can do, still so. hear him shouting, though. You can, but then. <laughs> <laughs> it's that loud, is it? <laughs> it's fucking green, my first you fucking. Yeah. That's a great impression. Actually. <laughs> it's like he's in the room. Um, Dan? <laughs> I'll do it again if you like. But so to, to cap, I mean, we've had we have had some good guests. We've had we've had some. Really, I think Felipe was actually really good as well mm. in your first episode. He, he was a perfect sort of wingman to you as you've been to him throughout this year. Oh well, um, yeah. As I said earlier, obviously we're at much latter part of the season. Well, obviously this episode's meant to come out. Oh, I've just walked onto myself here. Uh, this is obviously not Christmas Day, and the championship still isn't what? decided. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I think I've, I've played a massive part in the team's uh, team sort of drive this year. Obviously, in terms of percentage of points scored, you know, for the team, it's pretty um, decent, mate. 
Oh yeah, probably roughly eight, maybe maybe less percent, but um, at least uh, you know it's sort of the whole development of the car and everything. I was I was his wingman there, and obviously he was my wingman on you're the like show. The sh- so. You're like the you're like the Barrichello to his Schumacher. Schumacher, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sort of said, mm, you could say so for this yeah. year, yeah. For you're, sure. the, you're the Bottas to his Hamilton, the Clyde to his Bonnie, you know. The James to his Marcus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Max Future was Lando Norris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but he was good. And then who, who was next? We had Calamilot hmm. after that because we, we got lucky with him because he was only in. The no, UK no, he, he like flew from America just for that interview. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. about. That was going to say that. that um, no, he, that was good fun. And then, um, and then the one after that was you were co-co-host, I believe. Ah, uh, mm. yes, my first yeah, oh, that was co-co-host. the host, the Netherlands, no. No, that was the uh, JM, JM Budapest. Yeah. JM, and we talk about great guests. He's come up twice in the podcast now. JM, yeah, his. I mean, not a playboy wankerea was just was fantastic. <laughs> one of my favourite stories. Wankerea. That's the best one-liner I've ever heard. Full stop. Yeah, but th- that was that was good. And then we sort of went to where was the next one? Amsterdam. Then we all got shit faced oh, in yeah. Amsterdam. Fucking oh, hell, Clem. Old. How many times did you say old, old. and mate in that show? Old oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate. Well, we had that fantastic video sent to us by some fans of they were doing a shot yes. every time Clem said the yes. old. Now, did we put I'm not that sure on? they're still with us. Should we uh, put... Yeah, little did we know. I think about three of the... I think it must have been four or three. Cicada alcohol poisoning. The, yeah, some of them went to the ICU and some of them are still not with us today. So, uh, <laughs> Crikey. You know, obviously, yeah. Please drink responsibly. Jesus, that, that show, I remember I left there, I went straight to the airport, and <clears> I didn't... Did you catch your flight? I don't even know what we spoke about. Like, I, I knew we'd completed it. And then so, I, we did, so, we usually do our year now, good day, with mm, all of that, mm. and we didn't for that episode, because you, had, you both had to jump on a flight, mm. and Clem and I, who were staying in Amsterdam the night, just decided to go, we'll just do an audio one, we'll just record yeah. it now, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It, to this day, I've got no idea what was said on that. I, I, I wonder if I, I backed it up. I uh, yeah, remember. you might be the only person who ever hears that. <laughs> it was, it was, put it this way. It was steam. Mate, I thought I was in a London club. Your saxophone was going. Oh, love it. Oh, I'll tell you, mate. You know me better than most people. Oh. You know I love a wind instrument and the saxophone really gets oh, me going. mate. You yeah. were steamed. Yeah, and then we went to a. After that, we went to a lovely teppanyaki restaurant. Oh yes, that was with great. A few people and then we went and we sort saw, of in and out adventures around uh, Amsterdam. Saw the sights of Amsterdam, which uh, we won't delve too far into that. But you know, uh, it's Christmas Day, everyone. We gotta we gotta let the families enjoy their Christmas mm. get-togethers. Mm. Do we have any Christmas wishes or let's let's finish off this Christmas special with our favorite moments of the year? How about that? Whoa, you're posing a very yeah, I know. I mean, for me, on you. A, a standout for me is is after the afters of of the Budapest episode, where we where JM got us into that party yeah. that we all went to, yeah. and there was a red carpet there, <laughs> and I was just in my uh, Marks and Spencer's grey shorts yeah. and a sailing jacket. I'll throw it up on the screen. For everyone <laughs> to see. He's so on the red carpet. There's a fashion show going on. Full on. <laughs> and James is they're wearing shorts. I think you're wearing Nikes as well, Nikes. Yeah. And you're just like you look like you own the show. And there's about 55 models standing behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At some I've point. Have you seen this photo? Yeah. Yeah. Mate, there was... I, I will t- I'll tell you something. It's not always like this at all. But at that event, it must have been five women to one man. That is a very good ratio. 
I mean, it depends what you're doing, but it was, it was, I was intrigued by it. I'll say the least. And actually Paris and my girlfriend were just sat in the corner watching you blokes run around like dogs. No, nah, I wasn't that's... there. Remember? Oh, of course you weren't. Yeah. Uh, Rory, <laughs> how about you, mate? Favorite moment. Um, well, in between the sessions in Monaco, I'd just go for a little swim in the sea. So I think that was probably my favorite moment. Peaceful. <laughs> it was Peaceful. so. No racing drivers in sight. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's better, but that was just top of my head. Yeah. Clement? I don't really remember much of... Zambor was fun. I know, but I'm just saying I'm steamed most of the time, so it's kind of difficult to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, the only one I wasn't was probably just after Budapest race, where Marcus just sort of... You know, obviously, uh, after turning down so many F1 opportunities, he just... Nipped mm. me and just went. I Would you like to be a co, co-host of Screaming <laughs> Meals? I think I think that was probably my highlight, really. I thought when you did that, you were talking about how he pushed you wide at T1 yeah, and cost yeah, you yeah. a win. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was a rough day actually. That was one about. of my highlights, I must say. Yeah. You know when you get you, you're you're leading out of T1 at Zandvoort, and you just know and you no look, one's you look get in your past. mirror <laughs> and you're like. Andiamo a festeggiare tutto. Yeah, let's go. No. And, and with that, actually, I don't, we won't end on this because it is a somewhat of a negative note. I was looking at the F2 calendar a couple of days ago and, you know, they've got the pictures for whoever won the race sprint feature, sprint feature. Mm. You've won, like, the second most equal races. You've got, like, three or four wins. You know what's and even I was looking worse? At going, How is he P12? Mate, you know, I, I should have won more as well. It's, it's, it's true. That honestly, is true. I don't want to talk about luck. But luck has not been on my side. Yeah. I, I, anyway, we're going to stay on the high points because it's Christmas. We're going to we're going to stay we're going to stay happy. So I'd say what? Okay, racing for racing. I think my my highlight was probably winning that feature race at Red Bull Ring. Yeah. Um, Do you want a feature? feature sorry, Bull not Ring? feature race. <laughs> I should have actually, but some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we won't go into that. Um, but no, because I think it was Porsche starting alongside me, and. I remember the nights after the night before the race, Ollie came to me and he's like, "Tomorrow's going to be tough, mate, because you know Red Bull Ring. It's like a, you're going to be the parachute. Everyone else is just going to tow past you after the first corner." So, um, so I was nervous because normally I'm not nervous before a race, but this time, funnily enough, I was. I was like, "It's going to be tough today. I'm going to have to do like quality laps the entire race. You know, the race isn't won after T1 like at Zambort, and yeah. uh, also Porsche." To be fair to him, is very good when he's chasing. Like whenever I see Porsche in P2, he, that's the best he'll ever drive. And um, so I was like, all right, today's on, today I'm gonna have to be absolutely on it. Mm. So I had the had a good start and uh, through T1, best T1 I've ever done through Red, at Red Bull Ring, and had a nice gap down to, down to T3 and just pushed the whole race. And it was like, you know, when you know Pirelli era, I'm not gonna do a shot right. <laughs> But it could go wrong at any moment. You could just hit the cliff and you could just... Much like life, you know? Yep. You never know when it's all over. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And uh, so winning that race, I felt very, very uh, relieved. So that was one of my highlights. I think winning alongside my mate Clement Novelak, that was pretty, pretty all right. Yeah. Watching him down... <laughs> <laughs> Watching you drink about half a liter of champagne in half a minute was unbelievable. Well, this is where I think most sport is very smart in the sense of putting a bottle of champagne on the podium. Because, obviously, 
being on the podium, you've had a good race, but sometimes it could have been a, a much better race and it didn't quite go your way in the sense that it didn't for me and Zandvoort. So the alcohol there is sort of a, a sort of a, a reliever of the emotions, <laughs> if you may, yeah. a friend of a friend of yours. Mm. And it was in that show. moment. Yeah, you feel that warm embrace of of, um, of the alcohol trickling down your esophagus. Yeah, no, it is lovely. Mm. And then, and then off track, my my highlight would have to be the probably the first two weeks of living in London. Yeah, just. Mm. I actually remember. Carnage. You know, it's funny because I remember Marcus saying, probably about yeah, probably about week in. And you just text me and you went, oh my God. And that's all he sent me. <laughs> I knew what he meant. I mean, from a man spending two years in Maranello, five, right? Five, I lived, five, I even lived more. in Maranello for five years. Five years. So he, he's probably seen nobody apart from maybe the, 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 the Ferrari sort of all the French mechanics put it this Ferrari. way. <laughs> yeah. that's not to, that's, I'm not taking anything away from, because I liked working oh, no, with Ferrari. Oh, no, not at all, but it's just yeah, seeing yeah. the same people but, over and over <clears> again. <throat> Mate, I moved here, and this place just has an energy. Everyone is like Clement. Imagine, imagine a city full of Clements. I, well, as someone who lives on the other side of London, I can tell you that not everyone is like Clement, but <laughs> I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was bloody unbelievable, mate. Those first two weeks, I don't even remember much of it. It was a whirlwind. Well, we went to the Super Bowl. Was that when you first moved here? Yes. It was really yes, new. Yes, we, yes. we had a big old night out for the Super Bowl. I watched my uh, my beloved LA Rams obviously take the title, which, yeah. was, which was wonderful. Marcus, who claims to be an enormous American football fan, and mm-hmm. etc. So we, we all get down there. We're having a few drinks. We get, uh, I think, halfway into the second quarter, and then you and your date just left. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd also, I'd I'd put this on the company. They're going to see this. I'd put this night on the company (laughs) and it cost like a lot of money. And and my boss looked at the bill the next day. He was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, I'm with a Formula One test driver. I'm with Marcus Armstrong. And he was like, and who's the third person you put down here? It's like, just don't worry about that. Was it just you and I? It was you, myself, uh, another driver, and, and you brought a date. Right. Uh, which I thought yeah. was a bit strange for a boys' night out to watch yeah, yeah. the NFL. But hey, you know. Mate, first couple of weeks in London, just living life. We actually went to watch the NFL game earlier this week. Now, I thought I was going to see... This week? You mean, yeah, what? this week. A couple week. of months yeah, ago. Yeah. No, no, this week, just now. A couple of months ago. Yeah, a couple of months ago, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A month ago. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was, I was very surprised to see, um, <clears throat> obviously the sport in in real for the first time and obviously i was uh, kind of disappointed i didn't get to see michael jordan but um <laughs> it was it was good fun yeah anyway uh it's been it's been great it's been real it's been real it's been real it's been it's been screaming meals it's it been has. screaming screaming meals real yeah real screaming meals <laughs> we finally got that username on tiktok but anyways it's been a banger of a year yeah uh, we're, we're, we're going to obviously try and keep it going as much as we can. Yeah. Get as much content out there to the fans. Obviously, Rory's going to be the main band behind the scenes. Yeah. He's going to be the one the, doing Bat the doosh, the doosh, shooting, the doosh. <laughs> and you're going to be giving the ooh, yeah, vibes. And I'm going to be there yeah. like, woo-hoo. And Marcus <clears> is just going to be chatting shit as he does usually. <laughs> and it's going to be an absolute backbone of a show. Fucking backbone. Backbone, baby. Merry right. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas, everyone!